Hey guys, uh, this is Andrew. I'm calling in from Cincinnati. Uh, even though I was going to take this week off, I listened to episode six and I was a little irate and felt like I needed to come in and do a little bit of a retraction from what went on last week. I, um, I, well, so, wait a minute. Irate sounds like a strong word. Um, um, I'm, I'm not irate, maybe just a little upset and perturbed. Oh my gosh, perturbed. <laughs> Do you hate excellence or what's the issue? Right. First of all, obviously, Drunky Scott was there because <laughs> he called it the best episode ever. And I would have to say, hurtful, first of all. Second of all, was not the best ever. Um, secondly, uh, Adrian talked about rating bands and, and how much they would cost. And uh-huh. I would say, well, it was not the toadies who she quoted to come to my birthday party. It was Sponge. There's a oh. big difference. Oh. Big difference there. How embarrassing okay. for her. And then uh, she talked about her uh, brother castrating her goat, his uh-huh. goat. And she said she made the nephews help in the operating room. You know, the OR supporting group. They're called nurses, Adrian. How well, the, disrespectful. I and think Scott, the operating room is a barnyard in that case, too. Well, Scott, where you come from, that would be a nurse. (laughs) And uh, Scott, you were awful political last week. We need to get you back on your leash. What did I do? I'm surprised you. Uh, I was going to say I'm surprised you don't remember, but you don't remember. Yeah, I I mean, I had a a bomber bottle of nine and a half percent beer on my own. (laughs) I may have blacked out. And then secondly, who the hell says I'm impatient? God damn it. I'm not impatient. (laughs) I specifically said that you are not impatient, Andy. Thank you, Barry. Yeah, I'm back. I'm I not at all. I got your back. I mean, listen, I, I waited a good one minute for my Dunkin' Donuts coffee today before I flipped out on that person. You're quite a gentleman. Thank you. And so with that, I would just say welcome to the refined and back to the old good old blindsided. It's great to have you back. Thanks. Sorry, sorry, we we strayed, <laughs> we strayed from the well, path. Well, I will say uh, the commercial was excellent. Um, it was fantastic. S C O T T. Yes, I can't get that out of my head. And uh, also that the uh, the game was really good. I mean, the, it took up a, a good portion of of the time, but it it was it was good and it was entertaining. And unlike my failed uh, fill in the blanky word game. <laughs> It had no gaps that needed to be eliminated. I just never pegged Barry as a cocaine user. I know. I, I that did. was a shock. I know everything about cocaine. You know, I really did. The prices. Just let me know. Whatever you want to know, I'll tell you. I know that usually she's all right. She's all right if she's had cocaine. <laughs> That's about all I know. Well, so, it's amazing to know we've had, I, I looked online and we've had, if not tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of downloads of that soundtrack. So um, excellent! Yeah, we'll have to do part two. Yeah, fantastic. People are doing their part, and, and you know, subscribers, you, you need to keep doing your part. We really want to get to the top of that, um, top of the charts. So here's a testimony: My son wears headphones like almost all the time. He's always listening to audiobooks or something. And um, yesterday, as he and my wife were going to an appointment, my wife had it on in the car. I think she was listening to episode. Four or six, I don't remember which. But he took the headphones off. Like he left them off and he listened to the whole episode on the way to the appointment. Wow. 
Wow. And when they got in the car on the way back from the appointment, he's like, is there another one we could listen to? And so then they listened to either four or six, you know, the other. And uh, he was like, that was really fun. Like, it's cool to see you guys in like in a different, um, in a different light. So you guys kind of let your, you know, let yourselves go. And he was like, that was really fun. And in an unbridled light. Yeah. Like this podcast. Everybody tells me I've let myself go. <laughs> On the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't know that we ever held back around them because I'm, you know, we're pretty unfiltered. We're, we're a pretty open family. And uh, so I thought it was interesting that he uh, gave us that feedback. No, I think it's pretty clear. It would be pretty clear to my kids that podcast dad is dad, <laughs> his home dad. I'm not too much different. My kids, <laughs> if they listen to the podcast, hypothetically, which I, I'm pretty sure they never will, but hypothetically, let's say they did, they would probably check out after about five minutes. I, I they, they don't have a ton of interest in pretty much anything that I do. <laughs> Uh, so I, I would be shocked if they had any interest in this, but maybe do you ever like when you and your adult friends are talking about something and your kids are like in the room, they're just like looking at you and like, that is the most boring subject matter ever. And I want to leave the room as quickly as possible. The old, yeah. The only thing that my kids and I have in common, um, is that my son will generally watch the same movies and TV shows that I will watch, which is good. My daughter, not nothing. I mean, we get along great, but as far as mutual interests, zero. Yeah. So well, I get that. I get that you have no, nothing in common with your kids. That's what I heard. I love them, but they, they don't care about the same stuff that I do, which is fine. They have well, their own Dakota and I, according to Adrian, Dakota and I have a mean girls club against her. I could see that. Yeah. In fact, I think I've witnessed it. Mm hmm. Oh, but, but, she, but it's also used as a weapon, you know, because we could be just having a, a regular conversation and Adrian will be like, oh, you guys are being mean girls. We're like, no, I'm being a father and she's being a daughter. <laughs> I get it. Well, can't help it if we're making fun of Adrian. <laughs> Speaking of family, are we ready for topics yet or not? Sure, oh, yeah. Please. Sure. I got one here. I just thought about this today. And this Joe and his paper. This won't surprise you guys. All right. <laughs> Who do you think would win in a fight? <laughs> I th let me just let me just say I think we should. I think that if you could do one every week, I would be entertained. Yeah, by it. you might have to rebrand this to a Fight Club or something. <laughs> I'm on a streak. Who would win in a fight between the Brady kids and the Partridge Family kids? Yeah. That's a good I never watched the Partridge family. I didn't. They were on the exact same time. And I wasn't really a big Partridge family person either. Um, but let's just start from the top down. Okay. Uh, David Cassidy v. Greg Brady. Right. I think Greg Brady wins that battle. Without a doubt. Yeah. That's where I was going to. Yeah. I concur. Because Greg was just a stud. I don't even know who David Cassidy is. Athlete. Yeah. Then after that fight's over. Everybody else has got a real problem with Greg Brady. It, it becomes a Greg Brady problem at that. Point. You think he just dominates the room? <laughs> yeah, he just goes from one to the other, you know, right down the line, and it's over. Well, I think that so, Lori. So then you got you had six Bradys and you had five Partridge families, and they they both kind of, both families kind of went guy girl guy girl guy girl guy girl yeah, right. Yeah. So the next level would be Marsha versus Lori, which is Susan Day. 
I think Susan Day or Lori's got this versus Marsha. Marsha, you remember she got hit in the nose? Yeah. Oh, my nose. Yeah, and she melted. She melted, yeah. yeah. The, it doesn't even matter because all the other fights are basically going to be a draw for long enough that when Greg wipes the floor with David Cassidy, <laughs> then Greg just takes over the whole – he takes over the whole ball game at that point. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that because then you got Danny – Right? Danny Bataducci? Danny Bataducci, yeah. He's, he's a wild o- he's, card. He's ornery, I could see him fighting dirty, right? So I think he would, he'd waste Bobby. He he might get the better of Bobby. Maybe even Peter. Is Which one's old? Peter's the youngest. No, Bobby is the youngest. Oh, who's? Peter, Peter's the middle one. So it's Peter v. Da- Danny. Yeah. Yeah. I think Danny could, I think Danny could take care of Peter. Yeah, but not fast enough to where he's going to make a difference in the Greg v. David Cassidy. You think Greg's going to whoop David that quickly, then just start destroying the rest of the family? Yes. <laughs> yeah, David's too much of a pretty boy. Wow. I do. I do. And, you know, Greg Brady was actually in one of those celebrity death matches, if you recall. Oh, was he? Yes. I don't recall that. Yeah, he got who hurt. Did he, who did he fight? But he was in his 60s. I'm going to Google it. Well, see, I thought I gave the Partridge family some cred because they're in a band. So they will probably play in bars or maybe, you know, gymnasiums, <laughs> you know, or maybe <laughs> church youth groups, church youth groups. You know what I mean? So they, I think it would be county fairs. They've been around a rough crowd, much more rough than Bobby and Cindy. He actually fought Danny Bonaducci. <gasps> Who won? Oh. <laughs> we should have watched it before this. <sighs> no, now it's perfect because we already talked about it. So. We'll have to recap next. So look week. at that. You have Greg wiping up the floor. His he was mostly matched with Danny Bonaduce. Danny Bonaduce whipped Barry Williams into submission with an with a second round TKO. I knew Danny oh. would. I knew Danny would hold his own. So here's the question: Are we talking about at the time of the, when the shows were popular? Those people. I think it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be. It's yeah. got to be because that's who we're familiar with. That see, that's a different story than Greg Williams. Or I'm sorry, Barry Williams, who played Greg Brady when he was however old. He was in his 50s or 60s, I think, at the time. All right, so you're thinking Brady. Your vote's a Brady family. I really do think so. Scott, I'm still Brady family. Okay, I couldn't tell because you've been on your phone. What are you doing? <laughs> What are you, I'm are you, Googling. Are you Googling Brady? He's Googling. He's trying, to finish, he's trying to finish he's up a solitaire ma- game. He's listening to his rants from last weekend. Yeah. Or last week. He's, trying to, he's, he's being like, podcast. what did I say last week? I, I bleeped I, it out, Scott. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. I, I guess. also would. I'm team Brady. Oh, man. Do the parents get involved? If they do, it's even more lopsided. Right, because there's no dad with the Partridge family, right? Florence well, Henderson. Reuben was their manager, and he was a pushover. Mrs. Partridge destroys Florence Henderson in like 10 seconds. Yeah, that I agree with. <laughs> I that Mike, and then that leaves the dad. Reuben. But you know what? The dad was kind of... Michael yeah. Michael Learned, I believe, was yeah. uh, the Partridge family mom. Yeah. So, and, and looking at this... Um, because I was going to do, which I'll probably save for another one, you know, like one of the hottest. We'll save it. Anyways, <laughs> I was trying to figure out what happened to Carol Brady's husband. Because you know that Mike Brady's wife died. 
He was a widower. Yeah. Right. But they never say what happened to Carol Brady's husband. That's a good point. She or, killed him. Was she married before? Oh, she had three dirt girls. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Good point. You, maybe, that, maybe That's the whole premise of the show, Barry. Maybe she was never married. <laughs> no, because I, I read up on it, and I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but I will. Uh, apparently, they wanted to make her a divorcee, but the show thought that was it was too much. It was too risque. Yeah. But then they were like, well, we can't have her a widower because Mike's already a widower. Yeah. So we just won't say. Oh, they just, they never, they never addressed it. Interesting. Well, this, the Google says. Oh, wait a minute. Scott's finally chiming in. That her husband. Welcome back, Scott. Yeah. During a travel, <laughs> apparently during a trip to Hawaii to save her and foil her plans, it's revealed at the end of the movie. Oh, this is the movie. That's a very Brady movie when they go to Hawaii. It doesn't count. That he died at sea. I don't think that's canon, the movie. Yeah, that's not. Okay. That's not Brady approved. It's <laughs> the canon. <laughs> he died at sea. Just how Barry wants to go. <laughs> what? I missed just a jump you, off of a fishing ferry. Just how you want to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, on a fishing ferry. Doing what I love. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, uh, there's no hat tonight. He's, uh, he's oh, topless. Really? Yeah. I'm topless. too hot. It's too hot, even without the hat. All right, that's no, what I had. So, I may have a surprise for you when I come home. You're the best, Andy. <laughs> Am I next? Yeah, go ahead. If you were married to yourself, oh God, what would be the reason for your divorce? I can go first. Yeah, go ahead. Too impatient. Yeah, uh, I'm apparently I'm impatient, but also. I'm sort of an asshole. <laughs> what? Yeah. Guys, we're supposed to act surprised right now. Oh, <laughs> I, I'd be so fantastic to myself. I'd be my own mean girl to myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't see you two getting along. You no. and Andrea. I don't see you guys getting along. Which you just ruined one of my questions I had, but that's okay. <laughs> Should have gone first. I think that... I would have a long and happy marriage. <laughs> that probably does not surprise you Big or anybody surprise. else. Okay, let me, let me translate that for everybody else. In other words, you're a little too arrogant. No, no. <laughs> you, you kind of admitted that last week. That I was arrogant. Uh, that you were. You were drunk. Scotty was drunk. drunk. You no, were no. Drunk. You don't remember. Yeah. That. In all fairness. No, you were uh, the, the thing that you do with that. What? Oh, I talk about myself a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just an interesting person, Scott. I mean, it doesn't mean I'm arrogant. <laughs> I'm just the most interesting person I know. Jeez. God. Well, I think it was on the better half piece. You, um, you were the better half because you're so interesting. Yeah. Remember, I changed my mind because I didn't want to get in trouble. <laughs> no, I think no, that I have I, to believe that again. I guess. I'm pretty. You can tell us, Joe. I'm pretty uh, open and, you know, understanding. And I'm just kind of go with the flow guy. And I think I would just be like, hey, Joe, what do you want to go out to eat? And he'd be like, I'd be like, I don't know, Joe, whatever you want to do. And now we just have a good time. And then in a sack, whoo, <laughs> that would be, be dynamite. <laughs> All right, that, that's my question just turned. I'd finally have my own bed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, we'd, we'd make. <laughs> yeah, both of you can sleep right. in other rooms. I, I can see you getting along with. Yeah, I think I get, I get along with most everybody. I mean, I get along with Andrew. So yeah, 
I know that. What a saint you are. I've I've traveled internationally with Andrew. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. That's him as his prime. And stayed in the same house. <laughs> All right. So we'd have two people that would have long lasting relationships. Mm-hmm. Andy would divorce quickly. How about you, Barry? Well, the problem with me is that I got all these interests and things I like to do that are solitary, singular things like oh. like playing music. Pretty much, usually do that either by myself or with guys that aren't my wife. And like woodworking is not, it's, that's probably my second biggest hobby. It's it's completely something you do by yourself. It's it's all you're all alone when you do that. Um, you know, I play, I play video games on my computer all by myself. doesn't interest my wife. So that's the biggest problem with me. Like a lot of things I have an interest in doing are just solo, solitary things. And, you know, my wife's very patient. She yeah. Puts up but but if you were married to yourself, so is, is yourself the same as you? Yeah. And presumably. So then you just have, you'd have two pieces of machine, woodworking machinery in your basement. And I just don't want to be alone. You'd be doubly productive. You would be in a loveless marriage where yes. you guys would both go about your way, yeah. your day, yeah. have a little interaction. Like two ships passing in the night. Exactly. Wow. Right, so that would last a long analogy. time, too. So we have three marriages that would last a long time. <laughs> one of them loveless, but still, no reason for divorce. Andy, you're the only one. Well, the question was, what would cause your divorce? Well, I would assume yours would be murder. <laughs> well, none of, well none of you got divorced <laughs> you looked, Joe question. looked at me when he said that <laughs> it would be murder though I agree yeah. <laughs> alright well so so I did have the question which you sort of touched on if you were a girl what would your girl name be oh, gosh. Mm. I, I'll, I'll go so <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm going to assert myself here. Um, I think I'd probably be Stephanie because like everybody calls me Steve already. So Steve. Yeah. Oh. Like I've been involved in organizations where people just call me Steve and they just know it's like an S name that, and they just oh, it must be Steve. And so, and like this one guy that I, I build trails with, um, he's, he's still to this day, like five years later calls me Steve Scott because he would always call me Steve first. And then he like would remember, Oh, it's Scott. And so, yeah. So I think just, change that to feminine and it's Stephanie. Yeah. I remember when I first met Joe. <laughs> you thought, I thought, I wonder what his beautiful. female name would be. <laughs> Joe knew someone and I, I cannot remember who it was. I wouldn't say it even if I could remember that couldn't remember his name. And he was just incensed by that. I remember this. <laughs> oh yeah. I was going to remember who it was. I was actually going to make a quip about, well, I'm glad that you remember Joe. Cause this other guy can't. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now I'm angry, Barry. I got an I got something. I got a bone to pick with one of you MFers, okay? I I told you guys that Dave Gardinsky couldn't remember my name cuz he I literally, literally have never heard him say it. Mm-hmm. And I and which is okay. I'm I, like Dave if you're listening, I'm cool with it. So, as soon as I tell you guys that, the very next day he friends me on Facebook. So somebody talked to Dave Gardinsky. Somebody no, talked. That's not true. It was not me. <laughs> I'm not sure he knows well, who I am either. <laughs> I remember because you said that, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not sure he knows who I am either. <laughs> We're Facebook friends, but yeah. 
It was me. No, I'm just joking. I, <laughs> I, I, have no, I have no clue what you're talking about. Somebody, somebody squealed. Barry, I didn't even remember the conversation until you just brought it back up. Maybe Facebook just used their algorithms. Yeah, maybe Siri it. was listening to you or like, Alexa. Oh, yeah. He's spending a lot of time with Joe Scott or Joe and Andy, and those they spend Same time lot, with. Yeah, locations. Anyway, I appreciate it, Dave. Good to be friends with you on Facebook. But back to your name. Uh, I've thought a lot about this. And you might think I'd be like a Zoe or a Josephine, but I would go with like a, a classic old time name like Esther or Helen. <laughs> that's who I'd want to be. I thought you were going to say like Olivia or something. Although that's come no, back around. It's coming back around. It's kind of just totally around. came back around. No, there's no Helens or Esthers anymore. No. Or Edith. And I probably wouldn't want to be an Edith, but Esther, Edith, Helen. My, my mother's name is Edith. Ruth. My grandma was Ruth. Yeah. Yeah, there's no how many Ruths anymore. So that's who I'd be. Although, do you think Ruth will make a comeback now that um, Ozark it should. is such a strong character? Yeah. I would think it would be the opposite. <laughs> you don't think that in... Well, I was gonna Lots say of little hillbilly girls with curly blonde America, hair. But um, no. I think it would make a... Hey, comeback. Scott, don't, don't ruin one of our demographics. No, no, I'm a hillbilly. It, I, it, I can say it. That's true. I come that's from a, true. Yeah. I come from a long line of hillbillies. Yeah. I'm looking at Barry, trying to think of what Barry would, who Barry would be. Well... My mom used to always joke that if I, that that she wanted to name me Balzac. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh my god! That's, that's not a joke. She actually said that. She said that a hundred times when I was a kid. Of course, she was joking, but that is true that she said that. Is I that an Irish so, name? No. I so wish your name was Balzac. <laughs> well, it can be now. <laughs> Oh my God! He already has two names. We just add another. That's an actual name, by the way. How do you spell Balzac? I believe it's B A L Z A C. That's amazing. It's. I think it's the well, name of like a famous artist or something like that. I'm not cultured enough to know. I thought it was the Czech version of Balzac. Scott, yeah. Scott, maybe you could Google that for us. While yeah, I'll get saying. right on that. Balzac. How about you, Andy? What would- what was yours, Joe? He's a French novelist. Uh, I was going to be like... Uh, Edith? Edith, yeah. All right. Um, well, mine's easy because one time we were watching Jeopardy or something like that, and there was a woman on named Andy, and it was with an eye. So whenever the conversation comes up in any way, I'm always like, I'm Andy with an eye. Oh, that's kind of lame. Would you put a heart over your eye instead of a, a dot? Oh, yeah. I think you'd do a skull. Skull and crossbones. Yeah, Scott, feminine Andy is a, is very compassionate and loving. Oh, totally. Okay, not a mean girl. Honoré, but, but probably still a murderer. Honoré de Balzac was a French novelist and playwright. The novel sequence *Le Comédie Humaine*, was which presents a panorama of post-Napoleonic French life, is generally viewed as his magnum opus. So it was his last name. Yes. I'm going to guess it sounds better in French. <laughs> De Balzac. Yeah. It's probably not Balzac. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm not trying to steal your name, Joe, but my mo- my mom's name is Edith. That's her first name. Really? Yes. And so I, that's that would have, uh, it, it would either would have been that, but my dad was into the whole Irish thing. You know, that's not, my first name is actually Patrick, as you guys know. So I probably would have had a more Irish first name, like... Uh, Seamus. It was, it's a girl. Seamus is a girl's name? No, it, it, it would be a girl's name. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. 
I don't know, like uh, Eowyn, Siobhan. Uh, what's another po- popular Irish name? Um, Mary. <laughs> yeah, Madeline. My my, my I have an aunt Mary, Maddie. so it, it could have been Mary. Uh, what else? Uh, I'm going down through the roster of our Dublin office mentally. What's what's Shrek's wife's name? Fiona. Yeah, that's another popular oh, yeah. Irish name. Uh, there's a there's a lot of them. Orlaith. Aoife. Yeah. Orla. Ashling. Oh, are we playing a game now? <laughs> Am I losing? How long can we just name yeah. Irish women's names? Hey, uh, Christian, I'm- could you edit out about 15 of those names we just <laughs> called off? <laughs> it would have been an Irish, uh, you know, Pat, Patricia would have been uh, put another possibility. All right. That's a good one. I enjoyed talking about that. Yeah, well, it worked out well because you sort of you sort of led me into it because it's been on my list for a while. Yeah, it's tied together nicely. So I've got one. This goes back to this show that uh, Charlie Bravo played a couple weeks ago. Yes, we were talking about most painful place to get a tattoo. Mm. You guys talked about that at the bar. Well, yes. so one of the people that was with us, his um, his wife is anti-tattoo. He's feeling like he's got a blank canvas and needs to get something inked. And, uh, and so we were talking about where to get it and like, you know, that she wouldn't mind or wouldn't be able to see it. We'll not go there, Butthole. but <laughs> well, a little forward to that. Sorry, but, yeah. what? <laughs> well, well, who is Andy? The only one that's got a tattoo out of the three of us. Yeah, I do not. I don't either. I told my son, whatever he gets, I'm getting. Cause my daughter wants, she's turning 18 soon and she wants one. And she's like, dad, will you get one with me? And she's very, she knows exactly what she wants and she's wanted it for a while. So I'm like, you know, do it if you want to do it. But then I'm feeling pressure. Like I've got to, I got to think of something cool if I was going to get one. And I, that, that's probably what, like the pain doesn't bother me too much. Right. But like, I just don't know what I care about enough or what's meaningful enough to me to, to put it on my body. You don't want to get like Karen, Aiden, Ava. Sure. Why would you do that? <laughs> you don't want to do the same thing your daughter's doing? What? A buttercup? <laughs> no. She's not getting a buttercup. She is. And the reason why <laughs> is um, I always used to tell her, like, you know, when one of the kids, like, fell down or, like, they're sick, I'd be like, suck it up, buttercup. Um, so it became almost her nickname. It was her nickname, right. Mm-hmm. And, and she... You know, about a year ago, she's like, I'd like to get a tattoo. And I was like, she's like, I want to get a flower. I was like, oh, that's nice. She's like, I want to get a buttercup. And I was like, really? Why? She's yeah. like, because you always told me to suck it up buttercup. And I was like, oh, okay. That is nice. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's nice. I think so. Yeah, that's Touching. really nice. And I've looked at, you know, I I Googled butter, buttercup and what it looks like. It's a pretty flower. It is, no doubt. be nice. But no, I don't want to have a buttercup <laughs> tattoo on me. If I'm going to go over one, it's not going to be that one. Where's she going to get it? On her side, like ribs. Oh. Gotcha. And I heard- which is the most painful place you can possibly get it. That's what I heard. So I would not, I don't know. That's what I've heard too. And I've got tattoos. So in any place where like, uh, with not a lot of like fat or, you know, covering, like, you know, that's going to hit right on your ribs. You know what we should do for a future episode? Get a tattoo artist on here and one of us get a tattoo during the episode. I can Not make it. that happen. And we should draw straws. You <laughs> so, Scott, you don't want tattoos or? 
I couldn't commit to stickers. Like when right. I was in school, like I didn't want to put them on my you know, trapper keeper or whatever. Like, where am I going to put this sticker? I got to put the sticker someplace, but you can never make up your mind. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same. I'm I'm like that too. I I couldn't commit. So how am I going to commit? I'm the same as you. I don't know what I feel strongly enough about. And then I've changed so much. Like, you know, future me is going to be different than present me. Right. And I don't know if I'll still care about those same things. You're right. I just wish my dad called me a name when I was young. I can get it. Besides, besides yeah. ass wipe. Like, what's a dumb ass look like? You can't get an ass wipe <laughs> tattoo. No. <laughs> My dad never called so, me dumb ass. <laughs> My mom, however. <laughs> shit ass is what my mom used to say. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was her thing. Shit ass. <laughs> well. I wish my parents loved me enough to call me a name. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to. I have to digest shit ass for a while. <laughs> it's an English thing, I think. I've heard it, other English people say that same thing. How could you say yeah. that and it come out as an endearing, like Buttercup? It's like suck it up, Buttercup. She didn't. See that. She didn't mean it to be endearing. <laughs> Irish moms are rough. She's English. Yeah. Oh, her dad was born yeah. in England. Okay. Oh. I don't know. Scott, to answer your question, I'm going to go with the rib cage. Yeah, that would be the most painful. Yeah. Although I, I concur. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I also think, I don't have any. I also I think any feeling any, down there. Anybody anywhere in your nether regions, I think, would be uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Have, I don't have any feeling there. <laughs> <laughs> just like your, just like your soul. Your yeah, heart. that's a, and anything below my heart is is numb. All right. Go ahead. Good question, though. We need uh, something else. What time is it? When, when we got to do our commercial, I, Andy? When do we well, have to pay the bills? You mean feed the bills? <laughs> yeah. Okay. We, we've been saying it wrong all these years because I heard a couple of weeks ago our guest said that it's time to feed the bills. I, I mean, any time now. I do have like not really a game to play, but but. Oh. Uh, but something fun to discuss um, that I'm, I'm going to have to text you a, a sound bite when we're ready to do it. All right. Well, your call. So, I would say feed the bills. I mean, it's it's five thirty-five, right? Yep. All right, let's feed the bills. Got to feed them bills. Here we go. Winter has come to an end, and now it's springtime. Flowers. Fresh air, sunshine, and all that thought-out dog poop. What do you do? You just can't move, can you? Nah. Now there's a tool just for you to clean your lawn quickly, efficiently, and with no messy pickups. It's Flamethrower! Burn your problems away. Flamethrower is the only tool guaranteed to get rid of your poo quickly and efficiently. No more messy cleanup. No more getting it all over your shoes. Ew! No more using a shovel and putting it into baggies. Flamethrower is the tool you've been dreaming of. Act now, and we'll throw in hose. Hose is good for possibly 
cleaning up any messes Flamethrower made leave behind. Flamethrower is not responsible for burning down your house, your neighborhood, your family, or your friends, or even your animals. Please use responsibly. When your lawn is full of doggy poo, the flamethrower is the tool for you. Yow! That jingle at the end made it. I, I It like was it. actually, thank you, Scott, because it was all about the jingle for me and the fact that uh, I had dealt with that just before I left. So as I go run trails, there's a lot out there. You know, apparently if there's snow on the ground, you don't have to clean it up after your pet. Must be the rule that, that I'm observing because there's just poop everywhere on the trails. And um, so what's what's the weight of this thing? Can I like, is it backpackable and I could just run with it? Kind of like oh, yes. A, okay. So when I was yeah. young, when I was young, it was my, we had a dog named Grizzly and it ran away all the time. So we always chained it up like to a tree. And so it would have this like, I don't know, 10 foot poop radius. And so like all this poop would be concentrated in this like mm-hmm. circle. And then like, it would be my job to go out there and clean up the poop. I literally had to, um, I think we might actually have pictures of me doing it. Um, I had to get a wheelbarrow and a shovel and I would, I would shovel maybe two months worth of poop into this wheelbarrow and I'd just go dump it in the back of the weeds where that, we dumped everything else, you know. That's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did he make like a perimeter at the end of his chain? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the dog, I mean, because you, you don't like poop in the same place, right? Yeah. And um, So he just, I mean, how he managed that big, not to step in all that poop, yeah. But anyway, I could have really, point being, I could have really used a flamethrower. And some hose. Right. And I, and, I, and I did research it to make sure that it would actually work. So it actually is a viable solution. It would just smell hideous while it happened. Absolutely. <laughs> but I, I, I do admit when I'm listening to that and you talk about that you throw in the hose, very perked uh-huh. up, very perked up. He was like, now nah, this shit's getting interesting. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, wait, wait a second. We got some hose also? <laughs> yeah i mean it's free i like that he he kept that open-ended like what was he talking about right don't really know what yeah. he's throwing in there i know what i like to think hose <laughs> yeah uh, maybe there'll be a hose jingle for next week <laughs> and 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 what you get thrown in is a flamethrower bonus hose you might have some flaming something afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joe, I texted you over a soundbite. Okay. If you could play that, then I can go on with my question. All right. Well, I think I'm still hooked up, so I will see if it plays now. All right. Cool. Okay, so everybody know what song that's from? Yep. Okay, that's Europe's The Final Countdown, yep. 13 seconds worth because anything more <laughs> would be illegal. Um, so I got to thinking about misheard song lyrics. Oh, yeah. And what do you think he's saying? What, after that you mean? Like No, the, the first line is, Oh, can I replay th- it. If you, yeah, I'm gonna replay yeah, it because we're supposed to be listening to that. Something about a penis. Now you, now you can. No, I did not hear penis. 
Hold on. Okay. Okay. Yeah. First line. What is it? We're so, headed to Venus. Right. Okay. Everybody got that, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't get. I, I, I didn't. I, I, I get. What it did now. you get? What did you hear? I, I heard something about a penis. Really? Well, you're you're close to what people think it says, which is we're working for peanuts. Oh, <laughs> oh. we're working for peanuts. So I as I started that. to, I started to research some stuff. A, a lot of it's ridiculous, which we can get into. But it does beg a question, which I'm going to send you mine, and then I'll tell you what I used to think, think it said, <laughs> and uh, and then you can tell me. Um what it really says hold on I'm really, you're all gonna you're all gonna know the real real thing but i i literally thought that this is what it said hold on i'm sending it over to joe this is technology oh my god it just showed up andy it's where a, are you at it's almost like you're in the same room with us actually no i just got three dots hold on that's the big one no i tell you what when I'm on the treadmill now, or expect, thanks to Amazon Music, whenever I'm listening to a song, I can finally see the lyrics, see the lyrics right? Mm-hmm. And I knew no lyrics, in hindsight now, I knew no lyrics to the music I listened to a thousand times growing up. <laughs> I agree. And, well, if, and, well, if, great. and if, the, if the album didn't include the lyrics of the song, I never knew. Then right. I would just sing. Right. Yeah. Well, this will be a prime example. What's still coming through? And I'll give you my explanation too. Well, like I've been listening to a lot of Tool lately and he sings in a very unique way in, in times. Uh-huh. Like he breaks up the words or he sings them in a, a weird cadence. And so without having the words, you know, without going out and reading them, there's no way you'd ever know what they were. No. I don't think. I mean, not for me at least. I was listening to Run Around by uh, Blues Traveler the other day. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't make out a word that guy says. Not a word. So I went and looked up the lyrics. I'm like, I got to know yeah. what this guy is saying in this song. And I found out the whole story. Isn't it so much fun, er, listening to those songs, knowing the words, like oh, exactly yeah. what they're saying, oh, as yeah. opposed to... Well, Runaround's all about making up nonsense, nonsense lyrics, but having a hit song. <laughs> is it really? No. Yes. Not according to Barry. <laughs> Not according to what oh, I've read. I'm sorry. It's not Run Around, it's the other song. Yeah, the other song, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Run Around is about a girl that used to be the bass player in that band that, yeah. that John Popper was in love with, but they he was friend-zoned. And yeah. so she was giving him the run around, according yeah. to him. And it ain't come through yet. God damn it. Um, really? It shows as it came through. Oh. It's the hook is the one that's... Uh, hook, right. What's the hook? That's the name of the song, Hook. Oh. But it's nonsense. Yeah, he's t- he's singing that it's just nonsense. All right, let me try it one more time, Joe. I'm trying to think of like a song that like I've massacred. You're right, it's not going through. Hold on. It's too big. Maybe you just have to sing it impromptu. I was hoping not to. <laughs> I was going to sing it though. Okay, it, it's going. You, I think you got it. 
All right, there it is. Yep, I got All right. it. All right, I'll play it. Okay. It's it's sort of dinged because uh, I said because yeah, you can sit it again. <laughs> yeah. You want to play it one more time? Sure. All right. So when I was young, uh-huh. <laughs> I thought the lyrics were Sergeant O'Leary is walking the beat. Yep. Tiny becomes a bartender. <laughs> Tiny becomes and a bartender? Tiny. And my <laughs> and my logic when I was little was this is like I watching a lot of cartoons and a lot of like uh, sitcoms and stuff, you know, you'd always like ironically call someone who was big tiny and things like that so in my mind like tiny was like this big uh bruiser guy so he was the bartender <laughs> like he was he was the bouncer like sergeant o'leary's walking the beat and he's walking by and there's tiny the bartender got it it was another guy in addition to sergeant o'leary correct and it wasn't until i was probably in my 20s that i was like uh, yeah, that doesn't really make any sense. So my question to you guys, admitting that one, because that's really makes no sense now that I look back on it. Is there, what song do you, do you now know that you had the lyrics totally wrong for? Dude, I could probably do that for any song. Yeah, every song. Every want- single song. that I know. I'm trying to think of something recently. I'll go first, Joe. Okay. So when I was a kid, I was convinced that the world, I was the center of the universe, like like a lot of kids do, I think. So I grew up in a town called Bedford, which is not too far from Twinsburg. And I assumed that the reason that the, t- you know how in, on the Flintstones, all of the things in the on the Flintstones have like a, some kind of a ge- geological uh, element to the name, like mm-hmm. Mr. Slate. Yeah. Flintstones, Barney Rubble, right? Everything's got like some kind of a rock in the name. Well, I figured that the reason that Bedrock was called Bedrock was because of Bedford. Like they just <laughs> they, they just modified the name, right? They put a rock in the name. But that makes sense because right. you're a kid. Right. Oh, I know. I, I thought one when I was toning Barry out. Um, <laughs> so... Trying to think. So it's, All right, you go it's, ahead, Scott. It's journey separate yeah. ways, and they say someday, well, love will find you. Break those yeah. chains that bind you. Right. I thought yeah. they were saying something like, "Great ghost, something, something," and I was like, "Great ghost, something, something." So I, I, I was only singing the part that I was confident about, which was "Great ghost." <laughs> <laughs> break chains. And then I would I would just mumble the rest of the lines. That's absurd. And like to the like I literally found this out maybe two or three years ago that it was break those chains. Uh-huh. Um and then so I still catch myself wanting to say, you know, as I'm getting caught up in the song, great ghost. I was like, damn it, no, Joe. Come on, get your shit together. It's break those chains. Yep. All right, so that's mine. 
I would say mine is uh, Blinded by the Light by Manfred Mann. They mm-hmm. go in that chorus and it's uh, all revved up. Yeah. I was like, I, yeah. ne- I mean, I just never even knew. I had no clue there's, what that was. There's more to the story, Scott. Yeah. Everybody it, always wants to say that lyric one way. Wrapped up like a. You see, that, it's, yeah. as you guys know, that's actually a Bruce Springsteen song. Of yeah. course, we all know that. Scott, you know that. Of course, yeah. When Manfred Mann sang it, it sounded like he was saying douche, right? Yes. And so other guys in the band made a comment about him saying douche. And so he actually says douche because uh. he thinks it's funny. It's it's not like he's mispronouncing it by accident. He's doing it on purpose, according yeah, sure. to, you know, the lore. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I never knew what it was. But did you think it was revved up like a douche or wrapped up like a douche? Well, I, I'm familiar with the Springsteen version. I actually sang it at that party that shall not be named. Yep. <laughs> I sang that. And so I, I knew I was familiar with it. Yeah. Okay. I always thought it was like wrapped up like a douche. Yep. I don't even wrap up douches. I don't even know. know, Right. (laughs) And then I I never could understand the line behind it. The uh, another runner in a night. It's about a car. That's what they're singing about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Mm -hmm. little loose coop. Yeah. 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 Chevy. Yeah. That was a good one. That's the same thing. The lyrics to that song are nonsense. I mean, even by Springsteen's admissions, he just was making up words that rhymed. Hmm. There's no story or anything. But before, there's a great story about Dave Grohl being interviewed about one of his song lyrics. And I think it may even be on, uh, what's that, uh, Kelly Clarkson show. She's like talking about one of his songs and she's like, God, and that the lyrics, and she goes on and explains how deep they are in this. And Dave Grohl goes, I don't know what you're talking about. I just made up some words. <laughs> <laughs> I often wonder, like, even even people I'm sure that, that's on YouTube for you, Barry. I was thinking about, like, even those people that, like, write books, right? And then, like, people analyze the books and they come with these, like, deep meanings between, like, I don't know, what objects mean, you know, the significance of objects and, you know, words that they say. And I was like, do they really mean that? Or, like, people just injecting that, their own yep. thought into it? Yeah. Do you want to know my thoughts? We do. I do. You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't want to. Well, I'm outnumbered two to one. Go ahead. <laughs> well, you just look like you want to share them with us. So I, I want to know. No, he's thinking of something. He's stalling. I don't. I'm not. I don't know beans academically about you know uh, writing. <laughs> I like, these, like the fact you said you don't know beans. I don't know anything. <laughs> like I, I don't know what an academic would say about fiction writing or lyric writing or or any of that stuff. But my impression is. That guys, people want you to be able to infer your own meaning, so they have to make it somewhat vague, right? Okay. Because they want it to be uh, appealing to a wide audience. And if you make it too on the nose, as you guys know, that's like a theater term, you know, like people that write plays and stuff, you can't make it really on the nose. You can't hit it right on the mark. You have to make it somewhat vague and make it symbolic so that people can infer their own meaning to their own lives or else it's not meaningful. That's, That's just the artistic process. That's my understanding. Again, I'm not claiming to know a ton about that. That's what I think. That's a pretty academic response. If you ask me. <laughs> I, I feel enlightened. Wow, that was worth at least 10 beans. <laughs> I, I want to get to what's that smell uh, because... I, well, before you go, I just have to point out one thing. And then, yes, because I'm eager for what's that smell. Um, <laughs> 
some of the, some of these like misheard lyrics are ridiculous that people would think this. So I just died in your arms tonight. Yeah. It must have been something you said. They they are claiming that people think I just died in your barn tonight. Mustard no mayo instead. <sighs> Does anyone in their right mind ever have thought that? No, that's no. like a bad or, lip reading. No, never. Or no. sweet dreams are made of cheese. No one thinks that. No. And then uh, we built this city on rock and roll. We built this city on sausage rolls. No, no. one says that. Nobody. All right, I got that on my head. That just makes me angry. <laughs> that sounds like clickbait. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I, I actually I think I just clicked di- on that one myself. <laughs> yeah, I went to a bunch of different sites because I, I was going to like do a couple of examples. And I was like, none of these really make any sense <laughs> except for the Europe one. And that one is the only one I could see people mishearing. Anyways, yeah. I, so the only reason I want that smell, the only I want to go first. Well, <laughs> the only reason I want to do with that smell, because there are probably a little bit of conversation after this, which you, which you can participate in, Andy. All right, go ahead, Jerry. You don't have any mo- spill it. You don't have any moths in your house, do you? Oh my god, that was the worst smelling <laughs> shit. <laughs> but you have zero moths in your zero house. Moths. Oh yeah, so you're welcome. All right, here you go. Perry's going first. <laughs> oh, that smells nice. Okay, mm-hmm. some kind of aftershave or something. Oh, it's very nice. Leave, leave some molecules for Scott. That smells nice. I don't right. smell anything. Are you close to the phone? I am. It's not working. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, I think I know what that is. Okay. I thought you might. All right. Who wants to go first? Not me. I don't know what it is. It just smells good. Uh, I think it's Old Spice Aftershave. <clears throat> Close. It's actually Brute. Brute. I was going to say that. Do you remember oh! Brute? Brute oh, by Fabergé. Yes, I would have been bottle. two for two. Yeah. I was going to say that. Because I got it, and I, and then it made me think. Like That was my first cologne or aftershave I've ever worn. And I just remember it was probably seventh or eighth grade. I just felt like hot shit oh, yeah. going oh, around yeah. this Brute. 33. And then I started thinking like, okay, well, I remember Brute. There was like a a period of time where it was Brute. And then I graduated to another cologne. So I was wondering like, what were your guys' first colognes? Do you have like like a high school? Early high school was Brute. Yeah, Aramis. Aramis? Do you remember Aramis? No. I'll bring it in next time. I still got some. Because that was, (laughs) my my, my grandfather wore Aramis. It was, it was like, High dollar cologne. It wasn't cheap. It uh, wasn't see, like brute. My dad wore high karate. Yeah. Same thing. I've never cool. heard of that. I got a funny oh. story about brute. Remember the Dennis Miller show when he had his own show briefly? Yeah. Uh-huh. He had a like a, a a squirt gun filled with brute. And he, oh my God. <laughs> and he would blast people with it like as a punishment when they said something stupid or whatever. And then he, they sued him for doing that. Brute did? Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming Fabergé. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the first one I remember, um, remember the old spice in like the the white glass jar with the little stopper lid and the yep. metal top. My grandpa used that, and so that was one of the first ones I remember because um, I spent a lot of time with them. But then, yeah, I think Brute was in the green bottle, right? Yep. Yeah, that was my first that I ever. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then I got something like when I was out of college, I bought like Calvin Klein, something or other. Well, see, I went from brute to polo. Oh, that's like oh, in yeah. college. Good. That little green bottle, the polo, like it was too expensive for my taste. Oh, yeah. so, like I'd always steal my roommates or whatever because that was the, that was the shit back yeah. then. Oh yeah, polo was great. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Andy? Dracar Noir. Oh, yeah. Dracar, the little black bottle with Dracar. Yeah. It'd be dark. Yeah. That stuff was huge, like in eighth through twelfth grade. Yeah. And then, I, and then later in life, I was on a huge axe kick for a while. <laughs> did it work That's on Adrian? Pro- How did anyone marry me? <laughs> did it, it must have worked on Adrian? Uh, she probably, in spite of all that. Well, she's like, well, he smells like axe, but I'll go ahead and do it anyway. But brute. Brought back very fond memories. I mean, because that was right at puberty. I started liking girls. I put this stuff on, you know, going out and, I don't know, baller. I was a baller yeah. back then. <laughs> and actually, nice. Karen, who hates smells, they give, they trigger migraines. She smelled that. She's like, it's actually not too bad. And I was like, yes. Hmm. Classy. Back in the game, baby. You are so classy, Karen. Route 33. <laughs> Classy Karen with a K. <laughs> so I got bad news for you guys. I'm not going to be here next week. Boo. Shut Ooh, it down. Yeah. I'm, I, uh, I'm, in a sh- I'm in a show off Broadway in New York. No. I am. And so I'm going to miss next week. Uh, and then the week after that, I've got a vacation planned. So I'm going to miss a couple weeks. going to miss you guys. But I wanted to set the record straight right now in case you guys have me being kidnapped or you guys have me being in jail. It's bullshit, Joe. Or whatever. But we, can yeah. e- we can edit this out. <laughs> that is bullshit. <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, but I do have good news. Next week, we have our first official, live, real, true guest. Not just somebody we picked up off the street. Not someone we picked up off the street. This person has some accolades behind them, some awards. Um, it's going to be very special. We're still gonna we're still gonna blindside people and blindside him most likely, uh, unless he's listening to this. And of course, we would never do that. And it'll be um, it'll be just a coincidence. This person may sound exactly like me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna have our first. Uh, guests that we can actually interview and talk about um, and get their perspective on. I, I think what we should do is pick at least one topic that we've discussed already and, and pose it to them and see what, see what they say. I think this person would probably have some thoughts on the Brady Partridge family. Wouldn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Do you know who it is, yeah. Joe? Um, Joe does. I, I know. do know who it is. Yes. Okay. Well, and in Joe, in honor of Joe's absence, we have to have at least uh, if you were attacked by yeah, if somebody, if somebody better fight somebody. Damn it! Yes, I might I call in, be like, I'm Joe, actually in a maybe, fight. Maybe we will have you call in for that. All right. Well, I'll miss you guys. I'll miss you too. We'll miss you too. We need to know all the uh, good things to do: rate, review, subscribe. Uh, email us at getblindsidedpod.com um, I don't know what our ending should be this week uh, I, I would like people to ponder the hardship of being an actor and being in a strange city and having to eat at restaurants and, and uh, sleep in your own bed people, sleep in a, your own bed without a cat on top of you uh, or somebody possibly snoring yeah we feel real um, bad for you <laughs> 
So maybe everybody should say a silent prayer for me. Well, I just want to say Andy with an I, ball sack. <laughs> Stephanie, was it Stephanie? Yeah, Stephanie. So Stephanie. And me, Edith, would like to wish everybody a fantastic week. And that's how we became the blindsided bunch.